Yo, welcome to the Stoop Podcast, where we are social, theological, we entertain it, and we woke, baby. Stoop Podcast, let's go. go, 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 go. Stoop Crew. Yes, sir. Man, we nice. back from the... We we like undertaking here. We back from the dead, boy. <laughs> Season two. Happy New Year. What did, what did, what did he say on uh, color paper? The dead the, has the risen. Dead has risen. <laughs> that's definitely. But 2020. I, yes, 2020. It's 2020, happening, man. man. Thought we was gonna be flying in cars and stuff uh, in 2020, like like the Jetsons. But you couldn't have told me we what. But we're here in 2020, man. So what, what's what's uh? It's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Um, yes, sir. And I guess we're trying to get our minds right for 2020. So yeah. that's why we back doing yeah. this podcast, making sure that we we stay committed to the people in 2020. We hear y'all out there. We yes, hear y'all. Yes, we do. We do. I get stopped all the time and get asked, is we doing the, are we going to do the podcast again? Uh, I said, is we asked? But that hood almost came out. <laughs> but uh, we back. How we? I screwed it up for everybody, y'all. I got schedule changed. And, but uh, but we, 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 we own it. We love you guys. We're glad y'all want to hear from us. We're glad that it's helpful. And uh, 2020 is going to be a, a good year for um, for the Stu, man. Shout out to producer Mo. We got our dude, Tavares. He, he uh, is helping us as well. I guess he's like executive producer mm-hmm. <laughs> for the show now. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's going to be good. In charge of operations. Yeah. Make, making sure we actually – Operating, yeah, in the podcast, <laughs> making yes, sure we here. But uh, yeah. man, for for those of us who you know maybe forgot or or knew, man, let's 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 maybe introduce ourselves. Well, know. definitely, man. Well, you know me. Um, if you don't, it's Big Philly. At least Big Phil is what they call me. You know what I mean? Uh, you could call me Phil, or you could call me Philly. At least uh, Eastside Rays, Duval County Rays, Eastside Rays. Uh, but Jesus saved, you know what I'm saying? And uh, grateful to be uh, a young man that I am and blessed in, in the kingdom, but um, still socially uh, on my toes is what you could say. And um, and, and, and woke uh, as a as a cup of coffee. I guess you I guess you could say that, too. But, you know, what I mean, uh, just trying to be well rounded in everything I, I do. So, yeah, you already know. Then we got the Gym City. Gym City gent Stephen here. Stephen A. Mark <laughs> Cameron McGuire Sr. Yes, sir. Uh, from Dayton, Ohio now. I'm a Jacksonville resident via the Gym City. That's my neighbor, bro. So I'm the Gym City That's gent. my neighbor. And um, you Across can call me Bishop McGuire, Pastor McGuire, P. Mac. Um, some of my boys out in the streets, they call me Reverend Silk. And uh, we can go with that, too. Silk. But um, no, just glad to be here, man, with uh, my peers and. And just thankful to give he some insight. He did. Yeah. I was yeah. I was about to say no peers, but I ain't want to disrespect him while you're talking. <laughs> Cut him off. No, no. We we there's my my guys, and so I'm thankful to be here. And uh, man, you know, it's just a lot lot of information that's out there that needs to be addressed. Yeah, needs to have a slant and a perspective given to it that's relevant to the people that uh, you know. Are, are frequent in our lives and mm-hmm. and in that genre, man. And so this platform, I think, is great. And I'm looking forward to blossoming with my people. Absolutely. He's not single no more either, y'all, by Ooh. the way. Uh, hey. Whole lot is Won't happy, do y'all. It? Whole yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did Won't we actually, he? have we had a show since he's? We have not had a show since Because it might be his fault, too, now. He might not have a show I told her, if, if, you, if you love me, put a ring on. <laughs> <laughs> P-Mac, yes, Mary. Sir. 
Uh, we're just happy for him. Yes, we are. We got man. that glow. Yes, sir. We just happy my girl. Got, yes, sir. And now I'm, I'm Trav, uh, Travis Williams, um, T. Trav, uh, and uh, just happy to be here with the brethren. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited to be here, Jacksonville. Raised, I'm from out east as well. I'm from the core of out east. Oh, Phil was raised in the outskirts. Uh, he just be out east, but uh, but yeah, man, out east raised, man, just uh, love love Jacksonville. Um, you know, really believe in uh, just believers working in the marketplace and just influencing culture. So, a civic engager, um, family man, married to my college sweetheart, uh, another out east. Out Easter, um, beautiful family, but but that's me, man. But I, I, let's jump into it, man. We got a huge thing happen. Everybody know that we sports fans, that Absolutely. we love sports. All of us love sports. P Mac is paid at the high higher level than all of us. Yeah. Um, but all of us love sports, man. And we had a legend, man. We had a crazy situation happen a couple weeks ago with Kobe being. Bryant, tragic. tragic. And I mean, we had like you know, I'm a, I'm a newcomer Lakers fan because I'm just a fan of LeBron, <laughs> the Kane. But you know, the, uh, the Kane. But I was a fan of Kobe. But we have an actual, P Mac is an actual Laker, like, yes. like diehard. Like he ain't just Kobe. He was Kobe worthy, all of that. Magic. So, Kareem. Yes. Yeah, I go back to Sedell three, Cedric Sabalas, Terry Jesus. Teagle. Guys, you don't even you don't know, even know yes. but I just stuck with them. <laughs> yes. But uh, I came over with, with, with Cap. I came over with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 1978, man. And, um, mm. you know, just uh, my dad loved Jabbar. Uh, he was old school, right. and uh, so he was a Laker fan because of that, and and I just stuck with him, man. And then yeah. my boy came out of Michigan State the mm. following year, yep. Magic Johnson, yeah. And I just been riding, man. I got their socks, they they sweatbands, headbands, and all those things, man. And when we talk about Kobe Bryant and this situation at the age of forty one, the way it happened with his daughter, you know, on the ride, it's probably might be the greatest sports tragedy since yeah. Roberto Clemente. Mm, uh, wow. Roberto Clemente, same kind of deal, bad weather, uh, trying to uh, get some goods to his country, and uh, the weight distribution was bad, mm. and uh, before they could just get off, the plane crashed. Second time I've heard that name, but didn't know the story, and then once you just described it, now I remember it. Yeah, Roberto Clemente, yes. Pittsburgh Pirates, man, probably Pittsburgh one of the Pirates. greatest third yeah. basemen, man. He was just he was just phenomenal, man. He just great athlete, you know, maybe beyond prime just a tad, but still prime, man. I mean, he was, but you know, he was still playing. What is yeah. it, like early? Yeah. Oh, this 90s? early, man. This may be the sixties. Sixties, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I maybe this, early seventies, maybe, but. But uh, uh, Roberto, man, just just phenomenal, and 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 for us, Kobe was retired, right? But he, but we knew that he was still much alive, right? And uh, when people talk about his season two of his life, you know, those things were just beginning, and we were getting ready to see him grow up again. Yes. You know, we watched him go from seventeen to forty, uh, thirty nine playing basketball. Um, you know, LeBron said eighteen to thirty eight, but it was right around that seventeen to thirty eight. And now we were getting ready to watch him go from thirty nine to whatever uh, on season two, man, and just cut down tragically. So yeah, that so was that much. was a hit. That was a, a huge hit. Um, learned so much about Kobe after basketball. 
yeah. because of this uh, situation. And, I, you know, I was, I couldn't believe it. And, I, like, I called P. Mac. Like, I called P because I said, if anybody know, mm-hmm. he know because it's just, he a Lakers. So I said, did you? I was like, somebody text my phone was just like, bruh, did you, do you know her, her what happened COVID? I'm like, Kobe. Angela and I counted. I might have got 100 texts or calls wow. between wow. 12.55 and about 1.15. Wow. And, and from around the country because I wow. probably put Kobe and the Lakers maybe in almost every message wow. that I preach, you know, yeah. prior to um, giving over the pastorate, just because that that's right. just where yeah. I, that's what I watched and studied other than the Bible, listen right. to what they said, quotes, coaches, quotes, all those kind of things that I use. So, man, it was, it was, it was, it was astounding to, to see the, the stun that was over America. Yeah. Mm. Because you literally had people on TV saying, we're waiting to confirm this. No, yeah. Nobody wanted to believe, believe it. it. Yeah. When you have TV venues and platforms saying, we're waiting for confirmation. Right. When you just, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to give you the bad news for you yeah. to put out there. Not at this day and age. Right. And, uh, but it was just a stun, man, that was over America. And uh, I hate that TMZ has <sighs> taken some of the hit that it's taken. But when TMZ is the first platform that puts it out you just you just yeah, can't yeah, take yeah, that yeah, for face yeah, value yeah. right and i think my first reaction was i'm going to espn and they just wouldn't say, say anything yeah, you know yeah. and uh then finally um uh what i call the dreaded fox news uh yeah, they yeah. they they took over immediately yeah, they took it over and yeah. uh and made sure it that's was when mainstream. i kind of felt like it okay this is because the first time i heard it was tmz too and you know we got we we got a, a a journalist brother. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to B. Byron. You know he kind of yeah he kind of put up put us up on game when it comes to mm-hmm. you know how things move when in the journalist world and how TMZ is a very like reliable reliable source. source. Like they they don't normally get stuff wrong like that. Yeah, and I was just like, man, but they have such a bad rap from, you know what I'm saying, out there. But he was like, they're owned by certain people, like mm-hmm. same people that own CNN and things like that. And it's just real unfortunate because they put the news out before yeah, his family his family was notified by authorities. And it's just, you know, one of those things are the reasons why I probably don't sit well with TMZ like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, they are a reliable source. And just to, you know, but... I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta hear from somebody else. And then Fox News, Fox, Fox, Fox. They, like you said, just took over. And then, fifteen minutes later, CNN finally dropped down a, a thing on them um, uh, um, that comes to my phone. And it was just real unfortunate. And it just, you know, ain't nothing like that. You know, it just kind of like knocked the wind out of mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like. Wow, and it was a day, man, that we was just celebrating. It was my brother's birthday, and you know we was we was preparing for the concert, and you know, it, thank God, I think that the type of stuff kind of kept me through to that day. But Monday, it just like hit me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you going through it that Monday, man. Oh, Monday, it was crazy because you know my my uh, you know I had lost lost my grandmother, you know that we you know the week before and just ha- get just didn't have time to kind of just mourn you know what yeah. i'm saying and just so, to so, think about yeah, it yeah that's so how do you think people are dealing with it or how how are i mean how are how are how are you dealing with it P-Mac, would you be in a Laker fan for the last 40 years if i did the math right um how are you uh 
Because, I mean, that thing hit us. Like, I remember just sitting on the couch, like, stuck. Like, this ain't true. Like, this man, this man is not dead. Like, this, this man is not dead. Like, something went wrong. Somebody, something. And then, you know, you finally realize, like, nah, homie's dead. And his daughter's dead. That was the that was the it. How 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 are you? I mean, you know, we we're Christians. We understand God. It's all that stuff. We but as a fan of the game, as a lover of the game, as a guy who played the game at a high you know high level, um, how are you dealing with it? You know, I, I looked at it in three ways. The two obvious ways was, you know, this isn't a Christian podcast. This is a podcast with Christian men. So we're, yeah, we're podcasting, absolutely. you know exactly. what I mean? So just like saying a Christian business, it's a business owned by Christians. Uh, we do things that are, are going to be relevant. So as Christians, my first thought was, ah, right. I just never heard him. And I'm, and I'm on the inside with him. Right. I've heard a lot of blanket stuff. Never heard him say, I have been born again. Yeah, I've accepted yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ right. as my Lord and Savior. And you don't have to exactly say that, yeah. but you want to, you know, you're always hoping for something, mm -hmm. especially with him being as close as he was to Magic Johnson and Magic Johnson, you know, um, you know, being unashamed yes. uh, yeah. in, in most cases about his faith. So uh, that hit. Then, of course, the daughter thing hit. Um, it's like wow, you know, just a little, just a baby. I mean, I'm a youth pastor. Yeah. Uh, I did young life. I mean, I've, I've, you know, I just I babysat while I was in the street, you know. So it is, it's uh, that was just hard, man. And then knowing as his daughter, you know, being a father, uh, being an uncle, and just, 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 you know, looking at father daughter relationships, man, just, you know, it was just uh, horrible. But then, man, it was weird because I had to keep catching myself. Because I had to keep telling myself this was not your little brother. But I had made Kobe my little brother. Yeah. Mm. When he came into the league and I and I knew who he was at 17, and I remember him shooting those air balls. I remember crying when he missed shot the air ball for him. Mm. Like wow. when my brother missed the layup in the state championship game looking for a foul. I cried for him because I said I know how he feels. Right. So I had I had adopted Kobe. As my little brother. So it's like yeah. what I did for my little brother, I did for Kobe. Like I wore all my little brother's shoes and, and, and outfits for his teams, his pro team, his college team. I did that with Kobe. I'm, I'm sporting my little brother's yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of how I felt, man. Like my little brother just died. Like, man, what do we do? And so when I'm thinking of a T-Mac, Terry, uh, Tracy McGrady, when I'm thinking about a Magic Johnson, thinking about a Lisa Leslie, I'm thinking about uh, even a Shaq, man. I'm thinking about these guys you there will be a coping mechanism that will kick in there'll be a recovery process from the devastation but there will never be a feel of the void right for that loss because of the proximity of the relationship yeah. it was too necessary and when you lose somebody that's necessary mm -hmm. that's tough if Kobe would have died in 2011 versus 2020, it would have had a completely different fact for many of us fans because he would have still been necessary for the team. Right. Yeah. And so I think some of the relief for some of us, after you look at it from a salvation point, after you look at it from a daughter point, after you look at it just from a fan standpoint to saying that was my guy, just a, hum a human died in that tragedy. 
you know, those guys that are that are close to him, like his wife. That's that's a that was a necessary entity in their lives. Yeah. That was a voice that you needed to hear every day, mm-hmm. once a week, once a month. For some people, wow. you had to hear it. I had to check myself and make That's sure. That's a great perspective. That, 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 it, that we, because if we're not careful, we begin to idle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go back and look at stuff because I ain't seen Kobe in two months. I ain't seen him action. I've seen pictures. Yeah, I seen yeah. him in a suit. Right. But I need to see him in a uniform. Yeah. So yeah, I would yeah. just flick on for a minute, watch the game, watch him take a couple shots. I didn't have my Kobe fix for the day. Yeah. Wow. And so we 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 man. So I think for us that needed that fix. That every now and then I got to go back and look at the Olympic game. I need that magic fix. Yeah. yeah. You know, this this is something that now, man, you have to just deal with like with death. You will never, ever see this person live again yeah. and their contributions mm-hmm. from a live standpoint. Have expired. And, and then and then just like you saying that, it kind of brought this to my mind, like and I thought this is where you're going. It's probably it, that probably is a little bit what you were saying too. Like, like you said, like we can we have this thing where, you know, um, even with our fix, like yes. even with you know, going to have to just go see Kobe, yes, see some old films, ESPN yes. films, pull up some YouTube, yes. see some old Kobe, see him out here, see him there, see him at sitting courtside at the, at a Lakers game. Like yes. you know, that that stuff was fulfillment. For for us and for and, and for for people all over the world and his fans, right? But like you just said, like his wife, she needs to hear his voice every day. Every day. His daughters, Them daughters, they, I can live without that. That's right. But, I can live without that. Yeah, but man, them, just bro, them. That, so that that like, was the piece that that's necessary. That's yeah. necessary. necessary, and, and, and necessary. then we do have to be careful. Yeah. We're trying to take take a level. Even a level of our of our grief, like we need to be respectful with our grief, because our grief does not measure that's, that's yeah. right. theirs, man. Yeah, that's like, a whole another level. Like that's that's honestly, man, what broke my heart the most, man. Like I was like about to break down in my mother in law house when I found out his daughter was on that plane, and it's probably because I just had a daughter. She's one years old, and I know my love for my daughter, and yeah. this, you know, a father daughter relationship is just so freaking unique and special. Um, you know the love of a father for his daughter. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's it's just crazy. Yeah. And to think that he had to witness his daughter oh, dying. Man. You know that that just that just that just tore me up, man. I'm just thinking about my daughter, man. Like all the dreams, the aspirations, the goals, the hopes that you have, that you for, have them. for them. Um, the potential, and that was his girl. Like Gigi was his girl. Yeah, he yeah. loved them all. He loved them but all. That wasn't his favorite, but that was the one most connected. But Gigi to was him. Kobe. Yeah, Gigi was him. Gigi was him. Gigi was his his hip. Like yeah. she was the one that was. Yeah, the girls was the mama, but Gigi was Gigi him. Was, yeah, Gigi, yeah. Was, yeah. Gigi, Gigi was the one. I'm going Gigi to the gas him. station. That's okay, right. I'm putting my shoes on. That's yeah. right. I'm about to go to the grocery store. Okay, I'm putting right. my, right. my yeah. shoes. I'm she was going to be to him like he was to Jordan. Yep. Oh, man. She, she was, was studying him. Yep. He had not told several people. The walk. They showed, yeah. they showed him walking out the game. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, man, the, 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 the walk. The bite the, the jersey. All the bite of the jersey. The look. Like, the she look. Was like, like the look yeah, of she her. Had, it was a face she did yes. after they won the game. And it was and so the to, it was like, you know, my prayers went out for his wife. Because I think in this conversation, too, 
I've heard a lot of people talk about him being a great athlete. I've heard a lot of people talk about him being a father. But people haven't really talked about that he was a husband. Like Your This husband, man was man. A, a, a husband who rebounded from a horrible travesty. Now, he rebounded with a, with a 10 carat ring that was like two million dollars it was it was it was it was a four four care four care four care that was but that's ooh, still man, a lot oh jesus that was a uh, still more, that well more crazy. than i can and, uh, and here but here was the key because any about anybody in, in his level could have handled that ring but he did it with great brokenness oh yeah he did humility and i remember that i remember that Stephen and, a interview and, that and, he did and his wife man has has just you can see the gleam in her uh, eye yeah. when they're together yes. that this thing is all right. Yes. But man, if, if if I can just for a half a second be theological, you said something, you said, man, he had to witness his daughter dying, mm-hmm. right? And I couldn't even imagine that. Oh man. I couldn't even I couldn't imagine watching somebody I love die, especially oh, come on, a, a come child. On, and then especially the child that, yeah. that you mm-hmm. know is your Yours. is you again. Yeah. I'm my only begotten. Yeah, that's right. The love of God, though, yes. man. Watch this. That He didn't allow Kobe to have to live with that vision. Mm. Yeah, because for someone like him, he he would have no longer been able to be Kobe. That would have if that he would have had to live. With, yeah. yeah, with that, like if, if he'd have watched that like he helicopter come yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get in it. A person yeah. like him that would have that would that would have ruined him. Yeah, and I and I remember I remember. Uh, at my mother's eulogy, the pastor said, and you could tell he was in the Holy Ghost. He just all of a sudden flipped and went somewhere, man, where he, he had never preached. I mean, he's a good preacher. He was never preached like that before. But he said, don't be mad at the guard that held, I mean, the, the, the case manager that held your paperwork up from coming to see your mother on her dying bed. He said, that wasn't him. That was God. You can handle her in the casket. You couldn't have handled her in the bed. Hmm. Hmm. And probably three years later, I broke down one day, just snotting, just, and that was the truth. It was the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I could not have handled that last breath. Yeah. Oh, man. I couldn't have handled it. It's yeah. amazing how God. So God just knows what, what knows. we can bear, man. Yep. He knows the grace that's on our lives. Yep. He understands. He made us. Yep. And so. I gotta. I've gotta agree to the fact that man, that had to be horrific for him knowing my baby gone. Yeah. But the 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 blessing out of it was he didn't have to breathe after she yeah. couldn't. And then you look at the other side of it too, because I, as I think about that, I think about the other side of us. Just there's some things we're just not gonna have the answer on and not gonna be able to explain. Absolutely. Because you look at Vanessa and her losing her best friend. And, and her, her daughter baby. and her baby and her baby, baby losing her best friend. I mean, she I, my, I didn't know this. My wife, she gave me some history on this. I know she was young when they got married mm-hmm. and I know it was extremely turbulent because his people was with it. You know, but she 18. This may be the only man she's ever been with. She's been with this dude since she was 18 years old. Yeah. He was 21. It she might was be 18 the only real old. relationship. And for exactly. sure, the only real love. That, that could have been yeah. potentially yeah. the only. Everything 18 and under is puppy love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that is potentially the only man that she's ever trusted in that capacity, that she's ever loved like that, that she's ever been that vulnerable with. I'm and, not going to say maybe. I'm going to say is. He is. is. And, and, then, and for her to lose both, both of. And then she and, and then and then uh, uh, back to Gigi. Gigi is Kobe. The other three 
Yeah. Is 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 Vanessa. It's Vanessa. Yeah. Like you you so you you lost Kobe and then you lost the direct carbon copy mm, yeah. of Kobe. And it's like you just I And just the grace, man, that she is uh the grace that she's gonna need because you know, a lot of times, you know, they, they show studies and statistics on what happens to families when stuff like this happens, what yeah. happens to parents. Yeah. And man, just the grace that she's gonna need she is to be able to to be able to freaking function because listen as a as a parent as a parent because she still got three daughters that she's gotta yeah raise, raise take care of be there for still be a mom yeah still be a still get them to school she still gotta do all that stuff as a parent and then still grieve too she grieve too because listen you know i don't know her you know um, but I've seen her. I saw her prior to her son passing, um, and I saw her after. And you know, it's God's grace is needed because, you, as you can see, we saw with Nipsey Hussle, you know, and yeah, yeah, his mother. You could clearly tell something has happened to his mother. You know, what I'm saying for here, yeah. mentally she that she's not. grieving. She's grieving a different ways, a way that we're not used to. And you know, man, that that was my. My prayer was is when that was my first prayer just for Miss Vanessa, like for God to just cover her with like a peace, man, like a something that she can't even understand yeah. that she has, but she has it. And because like you like we just said, man, that's just crazy, you know, that that happens. But I would I would I wanna I wanna ask this, like, how should how should we be responding? You know, to this, like, what is this? What has this done when it came to uh, how we view life, how we view each other? Like, like, what is our, you know? Because I'm gonna tell you with me personally. When Monday, Monday, I said I'm I'm making up in my mind that uh, foolishness, what somebody said, what somebody did. Man, I'm not going to spend my life thinking about it, number one. And number two, how can I rectify? How can I reconcile? How can I make sure we good? Because you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. Like, how should we be responding? Like, what? Like, Yeah, I, th I think for me, Phil, um, one of the things that I've seen being around people who are great at what they do is that they are extremely intentional. And I, that's one of the things I've learned learned about Kobe. Yeah. It's his intentionality. Man, when I seen an interview of him talking about why he even started flying the helicopters, was just to buy himself more time. Yeah. To be able to go. S spend time. Spend yeah. time with them. Go get his workout in. 15-minute flight. His Vanessa's like, hey, I'll, I'll pick the girls up. No, I want to pick the girls up. I'll take this helicopter, and that's what started him on the helicopter. So for me, man, just in responding, for me, it was looking at Travis in the mirror and asking myself, like, how intentional are you, man? Yeah. Like, like really, like, how intentional are you about the things that you should be intentional about? Like, how much strategy... Like that was strategic for him to say, I'm going to fly this helicopter because I want to... Because my, I'm away from my daughters so much. Yeah. You know, six months out of the year, they don't see me for days at a time. My, I know I got to grind. I have a, a vision to grind and bust my butt. I know I got to do my five-in workouts. But he was so freaking strategic 
about being and doing what he wanted to do. So for me, it was like, how can I be strategic and show intentionality right. about the things that I need to be intentional about? Like, man, how, how do I become more? What's the what's the fat in my life that's just clogging up time man, yeah. and stuff that I don't need? It's just fat and it's yeah. not needed and it's wasteful. You know what? What's 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 that stuff in my life, man? That I need to just cut back. I I think the 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 buzzword that comes off of grief, in a positive way, is uh, motivation. Yeah. So so you talk about intentionality. Now we we look at how how did this affect me? And I got to look at it both ways. What what is the grieving part of it that brings the depressing emotion, and then where do I get my motivation? Mm -hmm. And so one of the first things we saw come out was the hashtag girls, dad, something like that. And, uh, you know, we saw in the Kobe tribute on that Friday night, he talked about, we saw him become the best dad in the last three years he's ever seen. Uh, We talk about family. Uh, Big Phil, you mentioned about, you know, squabbles. Yeah. You know, uh, I think Jay Williams said something like, uh, we got to quit dealing with, Things that don't really matter yeah. with people who do really matter. Yeah. You know, we've got to learn how to let those things go. Um, I think the intentionality is, is very important about our purpose, what we're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. how we're going at it. Uh, we know that Kobe was a man of excellence yeah. and uh, he demanded it. When you go back and look at all of the guys, and I've paid attention to the interviews and some of the perspectives, but mostly from the guys that were on that Olympic team with him. Oh, man. There were some interviews right after that Olympic team played where every guy said, Kobe made me better. That's all they were Kobe talking about. Kobe was the dad. Kobe was the big brother. Kobe yeah. this, Kobe that. And uh, I remember I I lived off of that. Yeah. You know, when that, when that came out and everybody was saying, including LeBron, I lived off of that. I said, now yeah. how you now going to say he ain't the man? Yeah, you yeah. know when Carmelo Anthony said he saw himself now as a slouch on the court compared to yeah. the intensity that yeah. Kobe Bryant bring something to that degree just just hey we just we're lazy compared to him yeah. and we know all along those back interviews was you know uh Shaq lazy yeah. if yeah, Shaq yeah, get yeah, in yeah. shape we win yeah. forever Shaq yeah. just use you know so i think now just the motivation man that that you know what do i want to do better how how do i want to go at it um you know and looking at for me i'm be 52 this year and I've got I've, I've to let chapter one, season one, be wrapped up. Mm. Mm. So the motivation for me is, okay, I've got to wrap up a season. I've got to wrap that up right. and put that in the room with the archives mm-hmm. and all the trophies, yeah. all the pain, all the part of that process for season one. I've got to grow from it and learn from it, but I got to let that be the nostalgia room. And now I got to work on season two. Yeah. And I think a lot of people never let go of season one. Mm-hmm. A lot of athletes that won't ever come off the court when yep. they, they just no longer any good. I'm not making a knock at Vince Carter because he still contributed. Right. He played four decades, but Kobe disassociated. Yes, he said he didn't even with the watch. Game. He didn't even watch games. He became a fan and a preparer of his daughter. Yeah. But other than that, he did what he was doing. Yeah. And so I, you know, that's that became great motivation for me just in this transition. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Pastor in the Potter's House in Dayton was season one. Yeah. Wow. And as the bishop, as the overseer, the three or four, five other churches that just won't let it go. Me being dad. OK. The churches in Africa. OK. I, but but that really might just have been season one. Yeah. So it's all about that motivation now, man. What what does this motivate me to do? Right. You know, um, where do we where do I where you know, I think I think it'll put a lot of things in perspective. Yeah. I think I think, man, it's going to wake up a lot. I found out a lot of pro basketball players, man, don't have adequate life insurance. Yeah. You know, adequate life insurance. Your family should be able to live off three and a half years worth of your largest salary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got making, you know, 10 million dollars a year. Then you need to have 30 million dollars worth yeah. of life Easy. insurance or better. Yeah. Easy. And so I don't think guys had that. I mean, they, they still run around with these two and five million dollar policies that like you're leaving like with your something. family. You know yeah. what I mean? And it sounds a lot. So you got to put that in perspective. You know, um, how many people knew that Kobe had two billion dollars in assets? And so guys making this kind of money need to now look at the business side of yeah. the NBA. Yeah. And what do they leave as a legacy financially for their families? And so I think, man, it's just opened a lot of people's eyes. I think even for me again, man, life is a vapor. Yes. yes. It Good is day. a vapor, man. And it yes. doesn't wait until you're old. It doesn't wait until you can't do something again. Yeah. It meets the expiration of God. And yeah. when it meets that exp- expiration date, it's appointed once for a man to die yeah. and then the judgment. And so, um, you know, it's just, you know, man, the only thing that's promised is promised yeah. and is what's promised in life. And our, all of our days are not yeah. promised to us in an amount, so to speak. Yeah. And we just have to be very careful that. Uh, from a from the theological just touching on it a little bit as a Christian, and just like our our bishop said, this is a prime example that the world we live in is falling. It it's is, it, and and due to it be due to it being a fallen world, uh, devastation happens, and it does not just happen from natural devastation, but you know human genocide. You know, all type of things, man. And these are just one of the the pieces of the puzzle. And you never wish that on anyone. But as long as we're here on this earth, we're corrupt as we can be. So the results of it is catastrophic at times and, and very and, and, um, uh, traumatic. And it's just, like you said, you never wish it on anyone, but you know that it's the inevitable Somewhere, Somewhere because of life falling, you know, life falling. And, and, I, and somebody, uh, who was that? Shannon Sharp, I think. Um, I think death just makes us. You text us something in the group chat, man. That was powerful, man. Um, uh, we got a crazy group chat, and I'm just gonna share this field. I promise, I won't share nothing now. No, you. <laughs> nah, but man, Phil shared some stuff with us, man, and um. It was powerful, man, because Shannon Sharp was, when you talk about somebody being an idol, and we do tiptoe on that kind of stuff, and somebody being immortal. Yeah. And he made that comment like, this man was not supposed to die. He, he, he was immortal. Kobe shouldn't die. It's Kobe. And it's like, he said, and I was like, that sounds crazy. I'm like, but that's how we act, though. We, we act like that. And we have to be honest that death is something that we're going to have to face and deal with 
And um, you know, Phil was just we were just sharing our heart, man. That Monday afterwards, man, and he he made the the comment of death has purpose, that there's purpose in death. Mm. And I, I don't want to get your your quote wrong, so give me a get, let me. I'm coming up on it now, but to the tune of um, death does not care what you haven't worked on yet, what you've put off, um, what you haven't dealt with. Uh, uh, what you meant to get to, but you didn't yeah, get to. Yeah. Um, death is not waiting on you to get your ducks in the row to finally have a conversation no. with somebody. And so, there's purpose in um, there's purpose in death, man. But it's it's a wake up call for us to realize that it's appointed to every man to to have that to have that day and to have that moment. Yeah, and it's never planned out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never something that's planned or uh, I was expecting this to happen. Because we don't know the expiration date. We don't, we don't know the expiration date. It's a normal day in a man's life, as simple of a day as it could be, and it's over. It's it over. And, 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 and not just a Kobe Bryant. I know he's going to be the focus. I know he's going to be the focal point. Right. But everybody on that right. helicopter. Yes. Yep. Had a plan for Monday. Yes, yes. Because we look at we look at Gigi, but there was two other student athletes. It was an assistant coach. It was yeah. a baseball Small coach. Group. Yeah. There was a plan for Monday. Yeah. You know the families. They they been out of bellies and all the other. There was a plan for Monday. For dinner man. after the after the it, basketball it, tournament. And you just yeah. never even considered that those things wouldn't happen. And and it, again. Uh, Social, theological, entertaining, and woke. It takes me back to that place where the text says, don't say you're going to do this or that. that. Mm. Say it if it be the Lord's will. Yeah. It, it, It helps me to understand that there are some things in life that we won't understand that is the, the Lord's, Lord's will, will. Yep. and uh, and these are one of those times, man. Yep. You know, I'm just trying to see the right in it. I, I the first thing I said to Bishop was, I can't take this again, seeing one of my sport heroes possibly opening up their eyes in hell. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. I remember texting him that that Sunday morning, man. After we hear about Muhammad Ali. I just, I just, you know, the, the, the for me, it was it, it, not to cut you off, but you posted it on, you posted it. I did post it, and that. it just rocked me. Mm. He said, he said something along the lines, not exactly, but I'm just paraphrasing that we might have seen one of the greatest athletes and humanitarians and and humanitarians to be. To be to open up his eyes in hell. In hell. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I do remember that. And and I and I think that for me, man, is that is that gripping thing of now when we talk about motivation and intention. Yeah. Is trying my best not to allow any individual that might be in my grasp of yeah. influence for a second. Yeah. Not to help them have to make that decision that moment. Yeah. Because the next moment is not promised. Is not promised. And it was the, it, it, that's exactly, that's what it was. Because it wasn't necessarily the athlete part that hit me. It was the humanitarian part. The humanitarian part. part. This man did things for 
everybody. everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that you just, just it, like the the natural man that's not a Christian would say there's no way God That's right. separates himself from this man for that's eternity. Right. That's right. There's no way. That's right. You know what I'm saying? If you're not a part of the faith and understand yeah. you will say to yourself, Man, that man got he got wings. Like that's right. say, he, got, he done he done got his <laughs> wings. Got his, Mr. Right. Muhammad Ali is chilling with Saint Peter and, that's right. and all of them. But that was a that rock. And then, me, and then it, honestly it just goes back to do you work to have a relationship with God or do you not work to have a relationship with God? That's what it comes down to is Man. do I believe that my works save me or do I not believe that they save me? And so those man, those are the tough – and I'm sorry, I just, I just found Phil's quote. I wanted to give my man his, his quote and not misquote him. If I could share this, Brother Philip. Go ahead, man. Um, he, said, I, he said, I've learned in the past week that death doesn't care about what you didn't resolve. Sometimes you have the opportunity to work it out, but most times you don't. It comes when it comes. Death has purpose, so we should live on purpose. I love each and every one of you men, and I'm blessed to have you in my life. Um, I trust you all with my children. You are my brothers. I love you. And that just sat with me, man. You know, it just, it just, it just sat with me, man, that death has purpose, man, but how do we make sure that while we have these choices and options um, that we just utilize the time to the, to the best of our ability um, because it's not waiting on us to resolve whatever we got to resolve. And it kind of came out of, that came out of more than anything, my grandmother. Yeah. My grandmother, I spoke to my grandmother two weeks before she passed away. And I hear it all the time now. And my grandmother always used to say when I talked to her, my grandmama, she had a way, man, of making all her grandchildren feel special, like every time you talk to them. Yeah. And I knew about cousins that I had never met until I actually got to the funeral and to the wake. And my grandma used to say, you just, I know you be, you're a busy man and I know you got your own family, but you need to come spend time. I need, I want to see my great grandson mm. more. You need to come mm. see some of your other cousins. You need to spend time with your daddy more. You need to come see me more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she used to always, she used to always say that. And that was just mm. the thing that just, rock me man and that's what Monday it just kind of just and I just thought about that with, with COVID too it's like that man didn't get on that helicopter thinking that he wasn't going he he has he is rolling the helicopter tired too many times you yeah. know what I'm saying and so it was just one of the things and that's and that's what it was and then I look at it like now you know that uh, to go to a question and I want to kind of ask you this Trav too and uh, PMAC like this Six to nine months from now, like the impact, what's the impact now, how the impact is? Because I say that because out of my grandmother passing, even though me and my daddy was working on a relationship, it did something to our relationship mm -hmm. in a positive, like it had my daddy to open up about things that he never opened up about. In turn, I had it, I did the same, and now we just have this relationship. And you could tell he's still kind of going through because, man, my grandma had. Uh, four boys she raised four boys and they loved her like cause she because she was when, when you talk about your mother it reminds me of my grandma my, yeah it reminds me of my grandma how my dad talks about his mom because it was just like she don't care how old yeah. they yeah, were yeah. them her babies yeah. they were her babies yeah. so you know my dad is 60 years old and 
two weeks ago, she was talking about, I'm a, you know, she called him, say, I'm going to be home in a few weeks. I'm going to fix you some dinner and stuff like that. And he was like, well, I'm going to come clean up the house. She's like, no, call me. what you call. She know how to clean it up. You just sit down and you relax. Talking to him like he about 12. You know what I'm saying? But then was her babies. And yeah. she did all of them like that, man. And so I just want to know, like, like, does this does this feel the same six, nine months from now? Like, how does this feel? You know what I mean? I, Shaq kind of hit up on something. Man, Shaq, I'm praying for that brother. Yeah, and I'm gonna let you get. Yeah, I mean, just. I'm. Um, did y'all y'all saw the interview, right? Yeah, man. With yeah. the TNT special. Um, man, he is. I'm praying for his mental state, man, because he was he was holding as much together as he could uh, without just bursting bursting open, man. But uh, I think for me, um, I know that it'll feel different in six months. But like most events, when you're in the moment, you know, the emotions are there and you, you know, you have these great intentions. And then sometimes life happens and you just let it wear off and you just go back to doing what you was doing before. And you lose your motivation and your intentionality and right. everything. And it's just like in the moment. So for me, like Kobe, man, just he had a PMAC just mentioned that that Olympics team. He had this gear that them guys did not have. No, so buddy. And you saw the change in them after the Olympics. Like, I'm coming two hours before practice. I'm going to be in a full sweat before practice even start because this situation has so affected me, this, this Negro's grind. And so for me, man, I'm hoping six months from now, um, you know, God uses any and everybody he, he wants to. And so – you know, for me, it's just using that motivation. And in six months, I am still focused. I'm still intentional. Um, and I'm, I'm using this like I try to use everything, man. God just helping me to be better. And, and I'm yeah. a, a more focused husband, father, businessman, servant, all that stuff. That, that's what I'm hoping it is for me. I think I think you're gonna see an ebb and flow, Phil. I think you're gonna see I think you're gonna see people kind of hitting that down spiral. Then they're right. gonna spike a little bit, get motivated. Yeah. Then it's gonna sink in again, and then it'll kind of level off. And then whatever people have grabbed from it, right. they're mm -hmm. gonna they will have grabbed from it, and it'll become a part of the normalcy of their life. My hope is that the Lakers, as they go through this grieving, coming to Staples, not seeing him, yeah. still seeing the flowers there, it's difficult. They had another tough game last night, just yeah. couldn't get past some of the things that's going on, that we get ready to spike. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we're going to come through the playoffs. And, and the thing of always wanting to make Kobe proud and Magic proud and people proud, that they would just want to represent yeah. Use it as the motivation to 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 excel. Yeah. Get the best out of themselves. Um, hopefully, his daughters will will take that same legacy and say, "Hey, I want to strive to be the best. I want to I want to leave a legacy. I want to be able to walk in those footsteps." Hopefully, best friends, yeah. the Shacks, all of those, and then for us fans and people who have been impacted by it, man, let's let's just give let's just give it that 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 Mamba, mamba motivation, mentality. that Mamba mentality, that Mamba. Remembrance, man, that, that at the end of the day, man, I'm going at this thing hard and fast, yeah. you know, with, with great strategy. Because yeah. one of the things that Kobe was, he was a strategist, man. He was, yeah. He was a strategist. He understood what he wanted to do yes. and what it was going to take to get that done. And he yeah. did that. 
and he did it methodically. I yeah. remember when he, they start for doing that that time management thing when he went to four minutes, and he said, you know, whatever Phil thinks is best. He said, but you know, I'm prepared to play five quarters. Yeah. You know, so it is. That's the deal. He come to the game saying, no, it ain't forty eight minutes. This this is gonna be sixty minutes. Yeah. I'm ready to put it in. Yeah. And uh, so I just, um, man, I'm just thankful. I'm excited. You know, it's it's a tough situation, but brought some things in perspective, man. I wanna I wanna live life to the fullest, but I wanna give my best yeah. to yeah. whatever portion of life I, I have left. I wanna give my best to it. Mamba yeah. mentality, man. He was you know, I, I thought about, you know, when, when the situation happened in Tuesday, um um the the Lakers were supposed to play the Clippers and they kinda just didn't do the game. You know what I mean? But in a crazy way, I think Kobe would have said, "Man, we get ready to strap him up. We finna strap him up. We finna get on this court, man. We get ready to light him up. And, and that's the difference between this guy, man. He wasn't going. He was not going to be outdone, man. Nah, man. He no. was not going to be outdone. And so we gotta have that, you know, whatever that mentality is. If we're gonna call it the Mamba mentality from now on, man, we, yeah. you know. But hats off to yeah. All of the family members that have to deal with this, yeah. for all of those members on Absolutely. that plane, man. Yeah. Hats off to the Bryant family. The memorial is on 224. Um, and uh, it'll so be at the, yeah, yeah. at the Staples Center. Yes, on 224 at the Staples Center. And uh, that's going to be another trying time. And that's why when you talk about those six to nine months, man, you know, you still got events that got to take place. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's going to be some Kobe Awards and some this and that. So you still he still got some of those for the, things. The Hall of Fame. Yeah, he yeah, was up for the oh, Hall of that's Fame. Be a whole, and so no, Shaq that's said, just... man, I can't, you know, so he's going to get it, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, after his death. And so. Uh, I've never been able to say that word like Bishop can't say recidivism. I can't say posthumous or whatever it's called yeah. uh, when you get something after you pass. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't I've always it. messed that word up. But uh, but man, we 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 have seen a legend. Yeah, we, we've been blessed to yes. experience the entire career. Yeah, twenty years, and uh, we yeah. we we just saw greatness in the making. A lot of people say Michael Jordan's the best. Never got to see his whole game. Right. A lot of people have seen LeBron James, and then they passed on. They didn't get to see him at this stage. They they saw him start. Man, we yeah. got to see Kobe Bryant yeah. all the way through, all man, from through, start man. to finish. And man, wasn't it a great book? Yeah, so it uh, was a great book. It was a, it was a great book, man, and. Uh, I hope we see him again. That's my prayer: is that we uh, we, yes, we see him again, and uh, and um, that uh, we see him for a turn. I mean, I, I probably won't be looking for him. I'm pretty sure I'll be looking for one person, but right. hopefully, I uh, <laughs> I bump into him. Um, but uh, with that said, I guess we'll. It's been good, man. Yeah, this will be good. Good 2020. Good 2020. Good, 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 good way to come Stew back. Stew out the pew, baby. We yeah, back yeah, at we it. We back at it, man. You know and uh, Mamba helped us kick it off, you know. Yeah. So we, we used that inspiration. But, hey, guys, subscribe to us. Please, we're on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you find podcasts. Uh, rate us as well. We love to get a six-star rating. It's only five stars. But just put six up there anyway. Put the extra star in your reviews. Review us. And uh, share it, man. Share this. And we'll be back. We'll be back in 2020. Well, we, we need to come back for this because we need to do part two of this because you know we 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 we, we honored Kobe today talked a lot about him but there's a whole lot of yeah, foolishness done that yeah, happened it's, it's, fool, it's some foolishness yeah I, so we, I, and over here as the theological thug I was waiting on some of it was, but uh, I'm looking forward to it we coming go, back we go, around we gonna park this with the part two this yeah, one because so we talking about your girl Gail we got huh, we, we got gonna, Gail King we got Dr Umar Johnson oh man we got, so we have to we'll talk about the we got T Mac you know we got the Simpsons cartoon oh, we yeah, got so all we have to come back man yeah but 
But yeah, man, Stu Crew, man, this is Trav. This is Big Phil. The Gym City Gent, Pete Mac with you. And uh, Mamba out. Mamba we'll catch y'all out. next time. Peace. <laughs>